Before we begin, I'd just like to apologise. We tried a new sound setup this week, and my microphone sounds a little bit rubbish, because I am rubbish. What about the goddamn Jaffa Cakes? Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon and we are lucky to be joined this week by Izzy. In so many ways. In so many ways. I know. I nearly died yesterday. You did? Yeah, but I didn't. Not I on stage? Bum. No, no, not on stage. I was, I was cycling home and a car hit me. Went round to overtake and then just slammed into me and I went flying, I did. Why did you not die? Because I did a jitsu brick fall. Yeah, and, and everyone was really amazed that you weren't dead, weren't they? Six people called the ambulance. And the ambulance was, was man was confused? Yeah, all three of them were. There's a first responder and two ambulance crew. Wow. And they just brought you home? Well, no, the police brought me home. <laughs> In a van? Yeah. Did you sit in the back of the van like you were a, a criminal? No, my bike was in the back of the van. Your bike was a criminal? No, it was in the back of the van. Are you very bruised? Um, yeah, actually I am. Was... Are you in lots of pain today? Yeah. Oh, poor Izzy. Oh, fuck you. Well, that was genuine. It was not. That was a genuine it was... vocalisation no. of concern. No. I can't help it if my no. default tone is sarcasm. I was yeah. genuinely... I was I was like amazed yesterday. I was like, wow, when you were telling me about it. And uh, it hurts when you get hit by a car. It does. It really does. Especially when you land on your head. Uh, what's really cool is I've got my Apple Watch thing so I can <laughs> see I can see what an accident looks like and it's red and squiggly. It goes green, orange. I did slow down a little bit before it happened. You can see on the thing and then... I saw it and it looks like... You know when you first get Microsoft Paint and you start trying to draw Mm. and you go, oh, I can't... And then you just start scribbling. That's what it looks like. Really cool. (laughs) That is the the tired yawn of someone in pain. Yay. Right. Anyway, we've got to decide opposites of things. Yeah. I was going to ask what the opposite of a bike accident was, but that's just not having an accident. So I want to know, what is the opposite of cream tea? Ooh, now cream tea, disappointingly, Americans, is not tea with cream in it. No, it's not. And that would be disgusting as well. Would it? Yeah, it it would be horrible. Tea, tea benefits from not like having too char- much cream. a chai latte? I've never had a chai latte. Nor have I. It's like it's like tea with a lot of really milky tea. Yeah. And I'm just like, I prefer hot milk, I think, or a hot chocolate or coffee. I, I think I would retch if someone presented me with a chai latte. Because I've never... I've No, you wouldn't retch and drink it. You, you say I'm not too retch at them. If it, well, exactly. If somebody, you went to Starbucks and said, I didn't know what to get you, so I got this chai latte, you would go... I would never them, go to you? Starbucks with someone who would buy me a chai latte. What if they were a really pretty lady? Hmm. What if they were, like, beautiful and they're just like, I'm really sorry, I didn't know what to get you and I kind of went mad, so I got us both chai lattes because I've never had them and I think, I want to try one. Try one with me. Would you vomit on them? Is that what you're saying? I would probably go, yes, let's have an adventure. Exactly, you I'm would. A pathetic, pretty beautiful lady. A pathetic individual. But you would have an, you might like it. And then you'd be like, oh, that's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you. 
<laughs> right, so a cream tea is a scone. We'll we'll get into the order of things in a minute. Okay. A scone with cream and jam, jam and it. then bread and then cream. It's very no important. <laughs> it's very important that the scone is warm and freshly baked. Apparently. Yeah. No, I think that's true. Otherwise, but which is even more important, why you should put the jam on first? Because otherwise, the cream melts. Well, now this is where it's basically to do with consistency. Whether you have the jam or the cream first. It's no. It's to do with geography. No, it's the, to do the with the Devon cream sir. tea. You have it with the cream on first. Because... Cream then strawberry. Mm. Cornish. No, 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 no. They... Jam then cream. And I would have Cornish because cream is a topping. No, it's but it's to do with it's to do with the fact that you. You don't have butter. No, I I understand that, but the cream melts though against the warm bread. That's the well, trouble. That's, that's why you don't have it to see. The thing is, the reason the Cornish have the um no, the reason the Dev oh I can't remember which one I do now. I know I I can't remember which one's which. I thought I did Cornish, but then you did it the other way around, so maybe I don't. I have the cream on first, usually because proper clotted cream, right? You cannot dollop it like you can with jam because it is so creamy. Me. Like it, it's it's so thick that you actually need the heat of the scone to be able to spread okay, it. That makes sense. That is why. Whereas I believe whichever one it is, and I think it's Devonshire. So I think the Cornish do it cream first with a. You have Devonshire. Jam. You have it Devonshire. I have it Cornish. Anyway. Point is, Simon. Yes. We're talking about that kind of cream tea. I would say cucumber finger sandwiches are the opposite. Ooh, that's because, pretty good. Because cucumber finger sandwiches are what you get. You only ever get them during a tea, mm-hmm. but it's like the opposite of a cream tea because one, it's savoury. Two, okay, you got butter, but you got no crusts. You got that's no... true. There's no crunch. It's cold. Is it literally just butter and cucumber in a cucumber it sandwich? Is. It is. And white bread with the crust cut off in a finger shape. Is this a, another rationing thing? Nope. This is just... Um, it's because I believe the Victorians were able to grow straight cucumbers because they use these um, glass... Have you ever seen it? How they, they literally grow them in like glass condoms. Right. To keep them straight. Because otherwise a cucumber actually curls. Okay. And to keep them straight, unless you've got like really... Unless your gravity's on proper um so they 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 would grow them in these little bells and so to have straight cucumbers are very expensive and a very exciting thing but if you're gonna slice it up anyway it doesn't matter if it's not straight shut up simon stop ruining the logic <laughs> but you're but that's you that's are the... quite right the opposite of a cream tea devonshire or cornish is cucumber finger sandwiches which aren't that nice like them. Cucumber's I like nice. Them. I like cucumber, but it's something really decadent about it because it's so simple and quite pop. nice in lemonade, isn't it? Cucumber. I don't know. It's quite nice in water. Some people really can't stand cucumber because it tastes like gone off water to them. Ah, I see. Well, because we were talking of it, Jamie wants to know what is the opposite of gravity. Ooh. Now, what is gravity? Gravity is the force that makes objects attract to one another due to their mass, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. That is a correct thing. Which what is you why said. Star Trek films annoy me when they have like planets that have like cracks in them. Because like that wouldn't work. When or like a Star or, like, planets... Trek had a planet with a crack in it. Well, in the one of the more recent films, there was like you have like a planet with like a bite or a chunk taken out of it and cracks appearing. It's like that wouldn't happen you're, you're talking about the title sequence no i'm talking about like they go down and visit a planet with cracks all over it 
Okay, if you say they so. do, they okay. fucking do. Not... I don't remember anything about the film other than that bit, and then a man repeatedly punching. I think it was Benedict Cumberbatch punching a Vulcan in the face for about <laughs> half an hour, with having no effect. So it's just like, oh, this is tedious. Also, when they like, there's a weird thing with gravity when they drop down to Earth, which I can't remember. Annoying. Yeah, you got very annoyed with the way the gravity in the ship was working where they fell. Yeah, um, but the point, the point being though, that you couldn't have like a an object in space that was massive that didn't bind with the other objects they're all falling into each other so it'd always be a sphere it would just collapse in on itself yeah everything would fall in on itself i mean the moon is currently falling on the earth it's just traveling too fast to hit us yes that is what that is what orbiting is yes it is aiming for us but it keeps missing us because it's rubbish the moon is rubbish it's an idiot the moon the moon is it's an an egg it's an egg simon in 2012 did an entire edinburgh show well camden fringe show about how he hated the moon. It was less about that and more about me just being rubbish on stage. <laughs> really. Let's it be honest. It was called Little White Liar. It was called Little White Liar and it was rubbish. Um, so what? Didn't, get reviewed? It didn't get reviewed as rubbish. Well, it got reviewed by me as rubbish. Well, yeah, <laughs> I did, but everything... I did it to two people it. at one stage. <laughs> two but real people, Simon. Two like internet people. Two middle-aged women who, within about four minutes, decided they didn't want to be there but were too polite to leave. Aww, which so is cute. which sums up my life, really. I had a, I had a, it's it one of the best realisations, I think it's probably one of the best deaths I've ever had and it's recorded because I got a man in to come record the show. It's Saturday night at the Camden Fringe oh. and it was Saturday night audience. Oh, great. So I'd done this very esoteric show with a lot of thought and a lot of teenage angst behind it and then it was Saturday night and, and I, I was getting annoyed at the audience because and they were getting annoyed at me because I wasn't being the right type of fun and they were there to have a good time and I was there for them not to have a good time (laughs) and it was just it was a really interesting sort of moment of just going oh right I actually have to be in the room for this stand-up comedy life and you became a better comedian for it I never learned from my mistakes I was just rubbish only afterwards a long time afterwards but yeah None of that, though, is the opposite of gravity. No, I believe... Because when I was a kid, right, I remember writing on uh, my um, uh, physics paper. This is when I was like in Remove, which is 11 years old. Um, I was I was in that year, and they asked me how the moon worked and gravity moving the tides. Right. You know, because the, the moon, when it's close to the Earth, it pulls all the water of the Earth towards it. That's why you have tides. Now, it does that through gravity, which, as I say, is just objects attracting other objects because they emphasise their mass. I didn't really get this, so what I did was the moon spins, that sucks. <laughs> like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. A cyclone. Yeah, that's how I thought it must work. I just thought it was quite... It kind of cranks it in. It reels the water towards it because of the movement. So I would say the opposite of gravity is suction. Oh. That's not bad. That's not bad. I, I can't. I don't know enough about gravity, really, to know what the opposite of gravity is, to be honest. So I'm going to... I mean, it can't be anti-gravity, because that would just be a cop-out, wouldn't it? So I'm going to go with yours and say, you're right. The opposite of gravity is suction. I just like the word suction. Suction is a good word. It, it sounds like it should have a K in it, but it doesn't. Suction should be spelled S-U-C-K-S-H-U-N. Nice. And that would be like like not one what? in... I think that's what the name of your mum's brothel should be. <laughs>
But you would anyway. My mum hasn't got a brothel. Let's just clarify. No, she works the streets. She does exactly. <laughs> right now, Andrew wants to know what is the opposite of a fluffy cat belly. Ooh, see, fluffy cat bellies are brilliant, but they present dangers. I love fluffy cat belly. I can't resist a fluffy cat belly. I will oh, blow. No, I have... will blow on a cat belly and risk they have the wrath. Claws. Risk the clawy wrath. Also, uh, fluffy cat bellies are interesting because they usually have six nipples somewhere on them and never where you think. And Vincent has a belly button. What? It's just a little patch of skin which doesn't have fur on it where his belly button should be. What? It's the cutest thing. Also, his belly looks like a big white fluffy willy. You know, he does have the pattern of a giant penis on his... That is his white patch. It looks like a penis. And it used to look like when he was a kitten it was jizzing in his mouth. It's slightly (laughs) reduced now. Um, my cat, Arthur, who died far too long ago now, he was grey and white, and you were allowed to touch his grey bits, but you weren't allowed to touch his white bits. I don't know why. He just never let you touch his white bits, because he was an Those idiot. Those were his eyes, Simon. No, no, no. It was, he had a, it, oh, he was so cute. I miss my cat. Yeah. So wow. much. He's like, Let's like another one. Let's the only two one. deaths that have ever really affected me were my cat and Rick Mail. <laughs> That's it. That says everything you need to know about me as a person. Anyway, yes. the opposite of a fluffy cat belly, I would say, is something very unsatisfying to touch. A dog's anus. <laughs> I don't know, that could be satisfying. No, I don't think touching a dog's anus is going to be in any way satisfying. But I think it's got the same danger to it. Now, uh, I would say something maybe. like a goat's back, because they're really wiry. And not very pleasant to touch. They headbutt too. They do headbutt, so maybe not a goat's back. Um, something unexpectedly, like, because... It's got to be something that doesn't look like it'll be pleasant to touch. And when you touch it, it's pleasant. The opposite of a cat's belly, because you don't get the claws and things. Is that a penguin? A penguin. I think we've done the opposite of a penguin a few oh. weeks ago, didn't we? We did the... Um, Is that a biscuit? The biscuit, yeah. We did the opposite of a penguin. Biscuit is a bourbon. And the opposite of a penguin person, person. <laughs> penguin bird is a mallard. The thing that's coming into my head is those cushions where if you push them one way, they make one pattern. You push them the other way, they make another pattern. Oh, interesting. Like the the nap on the cushion, you mean? Yeah, so they're, they're quite fun stuff. Oh, I know. I know what it is. I know what it is. It is the boy in the class. <laughs> who's just had his head shaved with one of those buzzy cut things oh, and you can rub that's your hands bad. up it the wrong way. And when I say the boy of the class, is he? <laughs> I was thinking, you know those uh, executive desk toys with all the pins in? Oh, yeah, yeah, the one that, that you, you put your fingers your in. Yeah. Face if you're brave. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those two. You're quite right. So we now have to have a face-off between... <laughs> A boy's buzz cut and whatever that executive desk toy is called. Mm. What is what is least like a cat? Well, I would say the desk toy is least like a cat, but is as aloof as a cat. But the thing is, what it is as well that, that's really pleasant about the desk toy is if you get it and you half put it down so you can get it so all the pins are only slightly out and then you stroke it, it's really good. Oh, that does sound amazing. It's really good. And it's cool as well. That's the one thing. Cat's bellies are always warm. That is always is cool. So that is true. That. So now I need to Google what that is called. Executive, Google, executive, executive toys. You're gonna have fun. Desk toy p 
pins. Let's see what that what that's called. It is called an Olifant, I think. That is an amazing thing. Uh, no, it's just called pin art. Oh. An Olifant. Like a Timothy Olifant would be. I think Olifant is who makes it. But um, yeah, yeah, they're just called pin art, which isn't is interesting, is it? No. But we're right. We're always right because it's our game. We make the rules. The opposite of a fluffy cat's belly is pin art. <laughs> Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of cream tea is I can't remember because I didn't write it down. That the opposite cucumber of cucumber gra- sandwiches. Cucumber sandwiches. That the opposite of gravity is suction. <laughs> And the opposite of a fluffy cat's belly is pin art. You may plug your other podcast. As we record this, I've just released Joe Caulfield on the Z-list, Deadlist, talking about Mrs. Prodgers. It's a good story, that. Yeah, it's fun. And so, um, listen. Um, also, you can download Making History, uh, where I talk about church pews. Next week at 3.30pm on Radio 4, I will be talking about loos, because I love to squat. Lavatories. Indeed. And um, also you can listen to the British Museum member cast. I'm currently editing an episode, which will be out at the end of the month. It's all about the sea. Very nice. Buy my books because, you know, I need shoes mainly. Uh, I also buy my bowls because they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Unlike my Um, fat face. They're beautiful. Um, I was going to say an empty. (laughs) Like my fat face. Unlike my fat face, in fact, (laughs) yes. Uh, We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Hello. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.